Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and today I'm joined by Jamie. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, and today we're going to be discussing a Netflix original film um, called Shimmer Lake, which mm -hmm. came out in 2017, I believe. It did, yeah. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> you can quote her, that's right. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's a couple of years old, but um, we were looking for something... A little bit different today. We kind of we had been planning a more horror esque movie, and I was like, oh, I'm not feeling that. Yeah, so this is what we came up with. <laughs> yes, we did. So, what's the basic premise of this film? So, the basic premise is weird because the story is told in reverse. Mm -hmm. um, it's about a bank robbery kind of gone wrong, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but you see, like the end results of it first and then it works its way backwards to to the one that robbery actually happened yes so it's a, an interesting structure for the movie <laughs> did you what did you feel about the structure of it i feel like i don't i don't feel as though it added anything mm. to the film like i feel like it could have been told in chronological order and still like withholding the twist that that you get at the end and still like just not revealing that until the end until in like a different way yeah so i don't really know why they chose to do it that way because i don't really feel like it added much to the story yeah yeah i mean it's kind <laughs> of interesting <laughs> it was an interesting thing because i don't think that i've seen anything that has done that so yeah and maybe that's why they did it they just wanted to be like oh you know it's another bank robbing movie how can we make this different and you're like i know we'll tell it backwards right <laughs> So, I don't know. <laughs> it was yeah. weird. And it, it did make it a little more difficult to follow because you don't meet, like, one of the main characters until the end of the movie then. Right. Because, like, you know, he's he would have died at the beginning, but he actually dies at the end. It's right. weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I don't so. know if we can really critique the end as we usually do for the right. type of film. The end is really the beginning. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> But um, uh, I guess it, it definitely doesn't just stop. It has a true. conclusion in, in any at any rate. But <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I would say that in terms of you said that it was kind of it made it a little difficult to follow. I agree with that. In the first two days, like so I guess Friday and Thursday, Thursday. or whatever, <laughs> I, I, I was kind of like a bit annoyed at the structure because i was like why is this even happening and blah, blah, blah. Right. but towards the end i kind of accepted it and it wasn't too bad <laughs> but it, it is interesting to sort of work your way back and then things come together yeah, yeah. i guess curious. what was like what was your thoughts on the movie as a whole yeah as a whole <laughs> i think i like the plot i think the plot was interesting and a, there was a twist which yes. at one point I kind of suspected. Oh, really? At least. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like the big thing, one of the big secrets that comes out in the first day, but at the end is um, <laughs> that this kid who was killed during the meth explosion, Ed Jr. is not Ed, Ed's son, it's actually Zeke, the cop's son. Right. And there was a point when uh, his brother's wife, Martha, was like, why, you know, you're so good with kids. I can't believe you haven't settled down and had a kid. And he right, sort of like yeah. really pensively looks at his niece. And I was <laughs> like, mm, I think something's happened. Like he's, 
he must have a child. And it's almost like maybe he has a bit of resentment that Andy's kid is still alive when his has died. But you know what I mean? We don't know that at that point, but maybe that's sort of what he's feeling. Maybe. And then, yeah, once you find that out, of course, like everything comes together and you understand why, why everything's happened, I guess. But I don't know. It was, it was an interesting movie. I, 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 would I recommend it to someone? <laughs> That's always the question. I don't know that I would because I feel like a lot of people would yeah. be averse to the format. See, in, in my, for me, and maybe it's just because this isn't my cup of tea mm-hmm. movie-wise, I found myself very bored watching it. I felt kind of bored sometimes too. Oh, the like beginning the first, especially. Yeah. yeah, like the first half of the movie, I kept pausing it and just like playing a game on my phone because I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, I have to get through this. But it's, it's like... So yeah. and then like the the format of it going from the the ending to the beginning was like it didn't help with my interest level at right. all. Um, like, I feel like if they had started with like a dramatic bank robbery, um, that would have been much more interesting because like it starts with Andy like the last day and, and then like Andy gets killed uh-huh. at the end of the last day. But you don't know who Andy is. You don't have right. any reason to feel upset that he's died at that point because yeah. you don't know his story uh he's just like a random dude who looks like dwight Schrute because it's the same actor right <laughs> and, and you're like well dwight Schrute would never get killed he's way better than that right and, <laughs> <laughs> um so like i did i had a hard time paying attention and i had a hard time having it hold my interest i think the twist at the end does redeem it somewhat because mm-hmm. i didn't expect that um and i thought that kind of helped to tie everything together but the twist happens like at the end slash beginning so yeah (laughs) so like it it, i don't know yeah no i agree it's it's tough and i guess like the only person who we really see sort of a character or have any sort of idea of who he is is zeke up to a point right but then we learn at the end that he's not really who you expect him to be because he seems kind of like he's trying to get his brother to like redeem himself and turn himself in but really we find out that it's all a ploy basically right right so like for the listeners who haven't watched this movie zeke is like the main cop who's investigating the bank robbery but you find out at the end that he has orchestrated the whole bank robbery and with with, with a woman named steph who is ed jr's mother and he's ed jr's father and they are trying to get revenge on the three people who were involved in ed jr's death so they orchestrate this bank robbery as a way to kill um first ed himself and then chris and then andy and also Um, the judge and also the well also the judge yes um because he, he was the one who like gave the guys involved in ed jr's death like a really light sentence yeah eight months uh, versus like well, yes know, they wanted all four of these people dead and then they actually do rob the bank and get away with three million dollars and i assume they go to mexico because that's what they were talking about the, throughout the whole movie was like going to mexico so yeah that's probably what they do <laughs> probably true <clears throat> they get away with it kind of is like what you're left with at the end to slash beginning to believe <laughs> is yeah. that they get away with it but yeah um, and uh then we realized that it was Zeke all along who shot his brother in the field, which is yes, which is intense, pretty crazy. But I guess if like you, I mean, I, I, I mean, maybe he had no idea that Ed Junior was his son, or tech, you know, it would have been Andy's nephew. Right. But the fact that 
your like if your brother had helped your son's killer essentially or like even if it was accidental but the person who blew up your son to get <laughs> out and not have to be punished for any of it right it's kind of like you understand zeke's point to some extent you know yeah you know what i wish the movie had had was a much more detailed under like I don't know, flashback or explanation as to like how Ed Jr. had actually died. Like we know he dies in an explosion in a meth lab that Ed himself is somehow involved in, but they don't really explain much as to how Chris or Andy are involved in it. And Um, like, I just, they kind of, they kind of do throughout. Maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention to really understand. I don't think Chris, I don't think Chris is really, was really involved with the explosion unless he was like, there at the time that it happened but i think his involvement is more so because they kept calling him dumb so like he wouldn't be able to like rat them out or like i don't know no one would believe him if they said anything i think and he'd go along with anything whereas like andy was the prosecutor who helped ed get the deal oh yeah i guess i do remember them saying that and then of course the judge was was um blackmailed to get him off right yeah the day they had um like a sex tape of the yeah. judge oh my with, God. A, with a man, you know, and the, man, and the judge, of course, is married to a woman and he's running for Senate yeah. and, you know, it would have been scandalous. So he didn't want that out. But, um, but I have to say that the whole scene when <laughs> <laughs> his lover is in the bathroom is ridiculous. Oh my God. I have to say I can relate. To Me the too. Toilet. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like, like that this moment. Waiting for someone to leave the room before you just let forth the explosion. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of earshot. <laughs> oh my god. And I, yeah. And of course, Andy's like about to leave and then the explosion comes forth. Oh my god. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny too because, of course, then the judge is wrestling with Andy and he's accidentally shot. Right. And also, Chris is also accidentally killed. So, <laughs> right, right. It's like well, half of the deaths are accidental here. They're, they're accidental, but also not. Um, Zeke mentions multiple times throughout the show how important it is to know that that he knows everybody in the town yeah. and like talks about you know how they'd all grown up together and he he just knows them very well and that's important i think because he knew exactly how everyone would, would respond yeah. and react in these situations that if he if he was able to orchestrate them you know get get the judge and Chris and stuff all in the same room together, they would be able to manipulate it and ma- make that happen that where the, where Chris would be shot by the judge kind of thing. Right. And of course, um, Stephanie so was helping, helping with that too. Like, right. Him on. Yeah. So they didn't actually have to commit any of the murders themselves besides the original one shooting Ed, like they and kind Andy. of, yeah. Well, and Andy at the end. Yeah. But um, the other two, they were kind of able to just like, they knew, how to manipulate people into killing each other basically yeah and even reed who is like zeke's partner in in on the sheriff's force on mm-hmm. the police force says like zeke is the smartest man in this room kind of thing and like he is because he knows how to play these people like yeah. really well yeah <laughs> but yeah hmm. and for, yeah and he's even playing his partner thinking him that Kind of mm-hmm. like leading him to believe that he wants to help his brother. So they never suspect that he is the one who kills him at the exactly, end. Exactly, yeah. Reed is an interesting character. Um, yeah. I feel like his sole purpose is just like comic relief. It he must has be. no real storyline or development of his own. He just, we all we know about Zeke is that he apparently is maybe with someone called Wendy. 
and he can't sit in the front ever of the police car with his partner. <laughs> no, he's not with somebody called Wendy because later that night they show him sitting at home alone eating Wendy's takeout. Oh my so, God. Like, <laughs> so like I missed his that. date sad. with Wendy was just like him ordering Wendy's takeout. Oh my God, that's depressing. <laughs> it is. Oh. <laughs> okay, then yeah, that, that confirms that he's there only for comic relief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, and it was like a very subtle scene. You only see him for like, you know, five seconds just sitting at home in the dark watching TV eating like a Aww, Wendy's takeout Reed. burger. <laughs> Poor Reed. Poor Reed. He's, he seems like an actual nice person. <laughs> yeah, the true victim in this, uh, in yeah. this movie. <laughs> him and uh, what's her face? Martha. Oh, Martha is character. like oblivious to life. <laughs> I can't. Ha- and what is with her cooking? Like talk oh about the God. real travesty of this entire film. Is like, her soupy just, scrambled eggs? It's like looks like everything she made, she made with like in grease. Like she just fried <laughs> everything in grease and then dumped the extra grease onto the plate. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh my god! Even things that are supposed to be greasy should not be that greasy. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> yeah, she's. <seen. laughs> yeah, so I don't know if she's also just meant to be like comic relief too. She doesn't really have a role in the thing doesn't no and like uh, is like zeke staying with her i don't know it's weird <laughs> and, and why is is he staying i mean with unless her? zeke feels like an attachment to his niece and so maybe. he tries to hang out with them so that he can see her often but or maybe he thinks like andy's gonna show back up there again which t- to be fair he does right. at one point go back to that house um yeah i don't know yeah <laughs> unanswered questions yes but like where did martha learn to cook and why nowhere apparently (laughs) (laughs) is the answer to that question yeah that's also true (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean it was pretty interesting in terms of i guess and i feel like the other sort of like reason why Zeke and stuff are able to get away get away with this whole plan is because of the FBI's like yeah. lack of interest in solving this case. Like the agents basically tell him, "Well, we're only here because this money was federally insured. If we don't really care, we're the the B team to the D team. We're the E team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we don't really care what happens with this case. Is basically True. what they tell him. Yeah. Um. So I'm sure that like they'll just label it as as solved after all of the victims are found dead. So <laughs> yeah, I mean they were kind of yeah they were a weird set of characters too. Like they were only there to be sort of like sexist and weird. Yeah, and talk about seeing some woman <laughs> through her curtains. And of course, there's the and t- to the, see the, yeah. the naked guy. Yeah, yeah. There's like that tie-in. Um, and that way it was kind of cool to be like, this is what we saw. And then you move back and think like, oh, that's when that happened. Like yeah. that aspect of it was was kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. But I, guess. I feel yeah. like if they were gonna go with just showing the the events backwards, you know, from end to start, it could have been done a lot better, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like because it's just done in a way where it doesn't add to the story, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like if you want to go that route, that's cool do it but do it in a way where i'm interested in you doing it or like yeah i mean they do that often where they show like one scene from the future like if they showed andy getting shot 
and then went right. all the way back to the beginning and worked your way up. Well, the beginning minus the twist and worked right. your way to that and then revealed the twist. And that would could. have been they, interesting. Yeah. Like they definitely could have shot it in a way where you saw the bank robbery at the beginning of the uh-huh. movie, but didn't know that Zeke was behind it, you yeah. know, and just waited till the end to reveal that even by, you know, when Andy gets shot, they could have panned over and showed Zeke holding the gun or something next to stuff, you know, yeah, and, and then flashback to would... the thing. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So. Well, look at us directors of that. <laughs> <laughs> and Netflix, please hit us up for some expertise on how you should be directing your movies. We're looking forward to our directorial <laughs> debut. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> because like when I first read the description that it went from the end to the beginning, I was like, oh, well, that's different. Yeah. You know, like that could be interesting, but it wasn't. True. <laughs> but um, yeah. did you, when they started on the, the first day, on Tuesday at the end, mm-hmm. did you have a feeling that Zeke was going to be the, was going to like do something like shoot back or? No. Okay. Like, I really didn't see that coming. Even like when they were showing the bank robbery happening uh-huh. and Zeke's just kind of like so nonchalant sitting there yeah. being like, oh, this is going to be fine because they've established him as such like a chill guy Yeah, that I was just like, oh, he, he knows these guys, you know, he knows that he's, you know, everything's going to be fine. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, he does get shot. Right. Like, we know <laughs> that he gets shot. So how does that happen? <laughs> right. With someone who's like, you know, we we see that Ed is so uncomp- incompetent. Right. It didn't seem like Ed was going to shoot him. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that is weird. But then but, uh, the, the, something that, the thing that changed my, like I, when I knew something was going to happen was like, he was like, you don't mind if I finished my, my dinner or lunch, do you? And he like reached over and like put it next to him and it made it a loud thud. And oh, I was like, there's yeah. something more than like a meal in there. And yeah, so well, even like when he shoots Ed, uh-huh. like I still didn't think that Zeke was behind it because he's a cop. Like then this is a guy is robbing a bank, you know, like it makes sense that he would take the opportunity to try and like shoot him if yeah. necessary. Um, but then when he doesn't like sound the alarm or anything afterwards, then I was right. like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is something different. <laughs> For sure. So yeah, I mean, I liked the twist and and the plot, but yeah, the it could have been done better. Yeah, and maybe if I had been paying more attention to the movie throughout, <laughs> I like caught it before that point, but yeah. it didn't get interesting until the end, so True. I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention <laughs> until it got to the end of the movie. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. But um, we do, I mean, I guess we don't have like a full resolution, but we do know that all of the people involved are dead. Right. So at least and those ends are tied up. So, like, we don't really know what Steph and Zeke's plans are at this point. We know that they've killed, you know, or managed to orchestrate the killing of the, the four people they wanted dead. Mm-hmm. But we don't really, like, at this point, in my opinion, the FBI would label this case as closed because they kind of thought that they were all going to end up killing each other anyways to try Mm -hmm. and get this money. So when they find each one of the bank robbers dead, they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, now we just have to try and find the money kind of thing. Yeah. Well, they won't find Ed, though, because Ed was buried in his car. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. So we could definitely, like, the FBI would think that Ed ran off with the money then. So Zeke and stuff could 
pretty much just go back to their lives if they wanted to yeah. with the FBI believing that Ed had run off with the three million dollars and they could I don't know bury it in their backyard or something true <laughs> I, I mean they'd yeah, take it out slowly as they wanted to go and buy things <laughs> I mean I imagine though that it's probably like don't they usually verify like serial numbers of bills and stuff so it's probably like they would rec- be it would be recognized if it were used in circulation so they'd have to come up with like some way of using Maybe. it but yeah but um, I don't know. Yeah. But <laughs> I ultimately, guess the, I don't. I don't think they even really wanted the money. You know, it no. Was like, they just kind of had to take it to make it seem like it was a bank robbery. <laughs> you know that they actually got away with something. Um, I did, and then the FBI yeah. would be led to believe that Ed had just killed everybody else and left with the money. So maybe they just get rid of the money, burn it, or something. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I thought it was interesting too. That reminds me of the part where I think Ed's chapter was called like Ed makes a choice or something. And you're kind of led to believe that when she, when Stephanie, Steph, I don't know if her name Stephanie, probably though, when Steph confronts, <laughs> confronts uh, Ed after he's like planning the, the heist or whatever that, you know, she suggested because of Zeke, um, she like tells him that it's not too late to turn back and like, he doesn't have to do this and blah, blah, blah. And so it makes you think that like, that was really the test to see if he changed. Right. Because she even said, like, I'm still with you because, you know, we wanted to give you a chance. We thought you'd changed. And, of course, he decides to go along with it, which seals his fate, I guess. But it's interesting. Yeah. And then she does give him, like, a moment where he could back out as well, where she goes up to him and tells him, like, you know, it's not too late. He could back out of this. So, like, what if he did? Would she have been okay with that? I guess she maybe yeah weird hmm. <laughs> the world may never know we may never know so what do you think that Steph and Zeke do at the end then I think that they probably just live happily together yeah just like <laughs> get rid of the cash somehow yeah and just start over together well, maybe they leave town to start over I don't know I guess it would be kind of odd to stay in the town where you've buried the dead body like yeah. nearby <laughs> like if that like, gets dug up at some point you're gonna be like whoops it might also look more suspicious if they just mm-hmm. disappear though so like if they didn't if they just live their lives nobody has is suspecting them at all at this That's point true. so they could probably just go back to living their life and get together and have another kid and yeah true unbury the the money years down the road (laughs) after the serial numbers are no longer being looked for and send zeke jr to college there you go (laughs) (laughs) they live happily ever after who knows or maybe they went to mexico who knows they kept talking about that they did yeah (laughs) could be that then they could just spend the money right away yeah oh man (laughs) yep so uh, would you recommend this movie to someone? I think if I knew somebody who was really into like bank robbing type movies, <laughs> <laughs> then I might. Um, or just who, like cop yeah. movies, you know. Or who um, is into like a like creative narrative or that film yeah. or something? Yeah, it's not a bad movie. It is no. a little boring at the beginning, but. Um, but yeah, it's I I I don't know. Hey, yeah, like you said, I'm not sure if I would want to recommend it or not. Yeah. Somebody specifically asked me if I knew like a creative narrative bank robbing movie. <laughs> then 
<laughs> yes. In, in fact, I do. I do. <laughs> I would recommend it then. Fair. Same. Also, what the fuck is up with Shimmer Lake? The title of the movie. Like, yeah. I know they're supposed to like meet there at one point in the movie, but it wasn't even like that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, why Shimmer Lake is, is like not an important aspect of the movie at all. It's so why not. is it the title of the movie? No idea. <laughs> this is not the first time where Netflix has picked the title for the movie where you're like, okay, it's referenced once in the movie, but yeah. like, why is it the title? It's not that important. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. That's bizarre. I definitely thought like something big was gonna happen at Shimmer Lake. You know, <laughs> I mean, unless uh, I didn't really like survey the area well, but like unless um, Ed's car and body are buried near Shimmer Lake, but I wasn't paying attention when she was burying it to know. No, I mean Shimmer Lake is where the meth lab exploded, and right. like when you see that flashback, it's oh, like, I guess that's the, the importance. Lake, yeah, but, like it's it's not movie title important. <laughs> <laughs> True. There are better titles for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we need a segment at the end of our podcast where we rename the movie. <laughs> so, like a better title for this movie. What would movie. you what would you name it? Um, oh dear, I don't have anything prepared for this. <laughs> I I would name it like The State Champion. The State Champion. Yeah, because we find out that like they're all they all played football and we're all like state champions together. And when he shoots Andy, you see the state champion tattoo. Oh, that's true. Which makes Ed the state champ. We're not Ed. Sorry, it makes Zeke yeah. the state champion because he's killed all the other ones. Yeah, but they reference at one point <laughs> the fact that Ed was state champion, so it make you think even more the entire time yeah. that that's the state champion. So that's, that's my true. suggestion. Although the movie like would seem to be like about a football championship, which is That's not true. the well, case. Well, they talk about football more than they talk about Shimmer Lake. So. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> so it's still a better title than Shimmer Lake. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like the backwards bank robbery. <laughs> Perfect. Not a better title out there. <laughs> The one with the backwards bank robbery. Just yes. put it into a Friends episode. <laughs> yes. The one with the backwards bank robbing. Uh, the one where the chronological order is wrong. Yeah. Or the one with the falling iron. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God, that that could have taken your eye out if the point had hit her eye. Oh, my like, God. She would have been blind. Or, like, ripped her nose off. How did I she, like, know. precisely point that to her eyeball? I- and why would you pick something like an iron pick? There's a lot of heavy objects in your house. Pick something smoother and rounder. Just like open job. a doorknob in your eye. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right? Like, oh, yeah. The iron bit freaked me out. I was yeah. like, that could have so easily killed you. Yeah. Well, at first I was like, is this like her attempt at suicide? Because she saw her son's shoes and she was that upset. But then it was just like a ploy to be like, oh, he hit me. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, there was very little context as to, like, why she was doing that, yeah. too. It's like, hmm, weird. Although, like, 
So that happened on like Wednesday or something. So yeah. we see Thursday's events before Wednesday's events. And you see her putting makeup on over a black eye. Oh, so yeah. like when she has the iron drop on her face, I was like, oh, well, that's how she gets the black eye. But why? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Would you choose an iron for that job? I seemed very odd. Yeah. I don't the know. one with the misused iron. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like sorry lady that's not how you use irons yeah no it's definitely not oh my gosh what um, is the name of the bank the bank it had a name is you don't remember no i want to say no. mount something but i don't know mount saint Dawkins. helens mount saint helens oh maybe something with dawkins because it was his bank yeah the dawkins bank robbery there you go dawkins <laughs> lake so there's a lot of better titles that are still not good that would still be better than the title that was chosen there you go um if you've made it through all of our title selections and you have an idea of a title for this film go ahead and let us know you can hit us up on twitter at nno podcast or send us an email at navigating netflix originals at gmail.com and you can also send us any suggestions you have for netflix original movies or series that you would like us to watch in the future definitely we um would definitely accommodate any requests that you sent as long as they were netflix originals very true <laughs> all righty so we will be back next week uh with an undetermined discussion <laughs> we will probably decide on it sunday, sunday. <laughs> yeah just like we did today as we do so make sure you get your tweets in before sunday right you know you got plenty of time to come up with great suggestions for us because we're very mass last minute planners yes we are <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> on that note until next week bye bye